Here we go. So, um, we're on the bottom of Chesamid Bays, 8b. Omar Rabba, Shochat Sipurim Erev Yantif. So, again, we're running into this issue. There are certain things you're allowed to do on Yantif, especially for food. But uh, the issue is, we don't like the idea of shoveling dirt uh, and, uh, on Yantif, even if you took care of everything, because they're a, a very, it's very easy to get involved in malacha. We were dealing with that yesterday. Well, you could put the shovel in beforehand, so you're not actually uh, affecting the landscape because you, made the, you broke the ground. And then it's soft earth, so there's no clumps. And then you don't really need the dirt, and so there's no hole. And then, and then we, well, we said, well, you could, it's not muksa because you had in mind you were going to use it. So you've got like a lot of things to take care of in order for this to work. That's really the, uh, the issue. So uh, what about if you, uh, you realized that uh, you, uh, right before Yantuf, you realized you need some more meat. Things get very hectic. You got more guests. And so you run out to Shecht. And uh, all of a sudden, it turns into Yantuf, and you didn't cover the blood. In other words, you shechted right before Yantuf, and now it's dark, it's Yantuf, and uh, can you cover the blood? So, In this case, you lost that mitzvah. In other words, it had the mitzvah uh, occurred on Yantuf, then maybe you could have covered it on Yantuf. But here, where you, had the mit- you, you did it beforehand, and somehow you didn't get around to covering it, it's too late on Yantaf. Rashi ain't Mikasnos Mias, last Rashi on the page. That, um, this is an important rule. Uh, even in those cases where you're allowed to do something, work on Yantaf, it's only when you, you needed to do it on Yantaf. There was no other choice. You couldn't have done it beforehand. Here, the Hayalokas, you should have covered this beforehand. Umishum Amnui, and because Umishum Simkas Yantaf Leka, you didn't, ha- it, it, this doesn't take away from your Yantaf. You could have done it earlier. And at this point, if you don't cover it, you'll still be able to have the bird for, for food. See, if you wouldn't be able to have the, 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 to eat unless you did it, so maybe we'd permit you to do it. But over here, you did it already, so therefore you just are out of luck. You lose that mitzvah to cover the blood. Yes, yeah, yeah. I always wonder when Avravino had those guests, you know, yeah, that right, right, right. they just came there and, and so he said, hey, I'm going to shuck the, I'll get you, you know. Because uh, you've got you've got to shuck the animal, you've got to drain the blood, you've got to not only that just cutting the animal, just cutting all the hide off and, and into pieces of meat. Some people say that's why it mentions tongue. Tongue is the only piece that you don't have to you you like you just like you can pull it out, it's ready to go. It doesn't have to um, and there is you could and technically if you barbecue something you could skip the soaking and salting. Um, uh, so that would save the person some time. Uh, but it's going to be a pretty long meal. That's right. It's hard to. Uh... But you know what? They woke up. They had to milk the cows and get the ch- the eggs and the you know. So somehow, how did they have it ready for breakfast? You know, they had to bake the bread for breakfast and they had to 
had to grind the, the grain and do, you know, so you kind of wonder like the, it, what's oh, really yeah. amazing is the, uh, for us, we can eat so much quicker than they could, you know, and the food is ready and it's from all over, like, we don't even think about it. But yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as we turn to the top of today's page, Gilga Isma Erev Yantaf. So this is an interesting case. Uh, you baked, you rolled the dough. That's a great word. The gilgu literally means roll. Gal is a roll, like you, because that when you dough, that's what you do is you're rolling it. You know, you're making your, uh, you're rolling in the dough on the erev yantuf. So now the problem is, you have to tithe. You have to separate challah. You separate a piece of challah before you can eat it. Now we um, normally we don't tithe or separate things on Shabbos or Yantuf. The reason why uh, is uh, it's a rabbinic decree that it looks like a fix. In other words, basically you can't use the food until you go and you take the piece and you separate it. Uh, at Shabbos, we're not in a mode where we fix things, where we do things that make things acceptable. Something isn't working, it's broken, and I just have to adjust it or fix it or do something so tithing is like that. You can't use it until you take it to the mikvah, until you tithe it, until you... So since that's the wrong frame of mind for Shabbos, Shabbos, everything has to be done ahead of time. The rabbi said, don't leave tithing till Shabbos. You know, you got to do it ahead of time. So the question here is, can you take challah on Shabbos? That's very much a type of tithe. It's very similar to tithing. It's actually on Yantuf. So Gilgal Isma Erev Yantuf. So this says if you roll the dough erev yantuf, you are allowed to separate the challah on yantuf. He says you can't do it. So we have an argument here. Can you take challah on yantuf? What's the argument? Maybe Shmuel's arguing on his dad. The question is, challah uh, outside of Eretz Yisrael, it's, uh, is it the same strictness? Clearly it's not. That's not the, the, all the mitzvahs that have to do with Eretz Israel, anything outside of it is not quite the same. So in Eretz Israel, you, can't, you have to separate challah before you can eat it. Outside of Eretz Israel, you can eat it and leave the last piece for challah. So over here, so since you can eat it and leave the last piece, the separating is really not a big deal. Because anyways, you could use it. You just leave over this, keep on eating, and just make sure to leave the last bit. Mm. So if that's true, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a problem. So Amarava, Milo, Moda, Shmuel, but Shmuel would still admit, Sheim Karla Hashem, if you would call it Chalaf, Sha'asul Lazarim, it would be forbidden to a non-Kohen. So uh, maybe this, uh, this argument is not so clear that that's what our, our issue is. We're kind of leaving us in the air exactly what the issue is about taking the Chalaf uh, on Yantuf or not. Um, the, there's a nice tosis here, but some of the question is this. Let's say you wake up Yantuf morning and you need more bread. You're allowed to make a dough and separate challah because Yantuf, you're allowed to actually bake bread. So if you could bake it, of course you could take off a piece. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's different than um, since we're based, and you, you want to have something fresh because you know, there's nothing like fresh bread, right? So you can't you can't you can't bake that on erev yantuf. It's going to be taste like yesterday's bread. So you're allowed to since you're allowed to go ahead and bake it. Therefore, you'd be allowed to take the challah. But over here, the issue is you you baked it beforehand and somehow you ran out of time. So 
does this run into that similar to what we had before? You should have done it. You should have covered the blood, found a way to do it in the last minutes. Like, you know, uh, you should have found a way to separate it. Or no, maybe it's not such a big deal. Okay. Uh, new Mishnah. Now we get to the birds. It's also a pattern that often the Mishnayas or certain Mishnayas that have more details were missing the details. You really need the Gemara to fill in what's going on. Uh, uh, sometimes they just wrote, like I said, the Mishnayas Bekitzer, very basic. Um, and so we, we really count on the Gemara to fill in the, the rest of it, what's going on over here. So uh, the people in those days had birds. They, they often had birds for uh, sending messages. They had carrier pigeons. They also had birds for uh, eating. Uh, and they had different bird cages. And uh, in order to get to the bird cages, you had a giant ladder that went up to the bird cages. Uh, and the, the, uh, often you wouldn't have a ladder for every single bird cage. You'd have just one ladder, and you would move it from one bird cage to the other. So Beishame uh, said, You're not allowed to move the big heavy ladder from one bird uh, house to another. But you can tilt it. You can, uh, you, can, you can take it directly in the birdhouse itself from one window and another. You can't move it. We're going to see, in those days, the, if you had a ladder out, that meant you were fixing your roof. There was no, no, I would suppose today also, if you're in your front yard and you have a big ladder, there's, what are you going to do with a big ladder? You're not climbing trees. The purpose of a ladder is to fix the roof. And... Uh, you got a shingle that's out of place. I suppose in those days they fixed everything themselves. So on Yantuf, you they didn't want people moving a ladder. Is they uh, looks like a person's doing some roofing. That would be Beishamay's opinion. Uh, let's let's do the um, Rashi. Uh, Rashi Initially we thought this is a bird ladder. It's special for your birdhouse. And if that's the case then why would anybody think it's a roof ladder? It's a bird ladder. Even though you're getting some birds for Yantuf, uh, we're going to see that uh, somebody who's watching might think that uh, you're fixing your roof. So again, the, now, by the way, we, got, we finished the uh, chilled Beishamai, the Beishamai that was lenient, and now we're getting back to the old, stricter Beishamai. He says, don't touch that ladder. Beishamai says, nah, you could use it, okay. The issue is when the ladder is in a, to carry the ladder in a big public place. Often you had birdhouses. Um, then you get to a question, can you have a birdhouse on the public territory? But uh, it could be in order to put this, to get, to reach your birdhouse, you had to put the ladder on the road. So in the Rosh Hashanah, don't schlep any ladders. This guy's fixing his roof. It doesn't. Um, we're going to begin the whole uh, uh, whole discussion about what's called maris ayin, doing things that look suspicious. I, I, this is a little off topic, but is it possible for a person to give something to a pigeon in Shusarabim that they should then take it somewhere where they? Send a message. Yeah. Um, can you send uh, carrier birds I on Shabbos? I just thought about that because going up the ladder, and the, you know. Uh, I have to think about it. I have to, um, well, would 
there, there, in general, you know, if the animal transports it, yeah. um, you're doing it like as a shalik to you, so you probably can't. But can you have a carrier pigeon on Shabbos yeah. on Yantif? Well, there, there are questions about handling animals on Yantif, but um, I, I suppose you put it around its neck. I mean, you could do the same thing. What was it, Saint Bernard? You know, you put the message on the dog right, and you cool. send it out. Would that be a Shabbos? Uh, Right, right. Um, yeah, well, there, it's on Shabbat. Um, it could be. It could be it's the same discussion. There, there, there we were talking about having bells. But see, on Shabbos, we avoid having noise. We avoid having making music. You're right. saying that it's like the cows making the music, yeah, the question, you know. It's I'm, a, I'm not sure if it was the bell, but there was something about... Right, right. So it's a, it just, it just, it's, right. So that's that's a whole subject. That's a topic we'll have to have to talk about. But that's a good point. But it, but the subject that we're getting into is what's called marasayan, which is avoiding things, even if what you're doing is okay, but they look funny, and it's actually a complicated. Uh, it's not so simple. There are times when uh, it's not it's not considered marasayan, and then there are times where it clearly is, and then there are times that there are leniencies. For example, you need the bathroom and uh, you got to go to McDonald's. You know? So is that somebody's going to say, you're go- what are you doing there? You know, or, or no, everybody knows if you're going in, well, they also have coffee there. Maybe you drink McDonald's coffee or whatever. That's the, uh, so that it gets, runs into that. So here, we're assuming right now, the Gemara, the Beishamai says, the reason why you don't handle these bird ladder- ladders in public is that people schlepping ladders uh, makes it look like the person's fixing his roof. Everybody can see that if you just look close by, you'll see that there's a big bird house up there. So there's no reason. Uh, Marasayan means or there's only one obvious conclusion, e- even when there may be some other legitimate reason. But it, it looks like the only reason a person would have a ladder is to fix a roof. Basil says no. But if you're in private property where nobody can really see you, then it should be okay. Rashi, mutter, on roya. Nobody can see. If the whole problem is you don't want to do stuff that makes people look at you funny, that, that causes people to talk or, or be suspicious. If you're in private property, who's going to see where you move your ladder? Aini, the more has a question. He says that once something is forbidden because it looks funny, you can't even do it in places where people aren't watching. But it, it, the truth is, you could understand the argument is that there's no such thing that nobody sees. <laughs> so uh, I, I had kind of a, a funny halacha. The, so I, I, I blow shofar down here. And uh, sometimes by the end of davening, my, I get very dry. My mouth gets very dry. You know, five hours of davening, you know, I have birkas kohanim. And, I'm, and so I, I, so and the last kiyas are really rough some years. Um, so what I wanted to do was to get a heter to have some water uh, to take a drink. Uh, so there's a few issues. You have to have kiddush first, and it's not so simple to have kiddush before the tekiyas and this and that. Uh, and then, then there's a question, do you make the shahakal first? And so, uh, but I, so I, at the end of the day, I, I looked into getting a heter to take a sip of water. 
but uh, I was told not to do it publicly, like because everybody's going to be drinking water in the middle of davening, and they're not going to make kiddush, and they're going to, and you're not supposed to interrupt it. You make a bracha on the tkias, so the bracha goes on all the tkias, and so if you do something in the middle, it's like an interruption, and and so. For me, I was drinking in order to blow better tzikias. So the heter I got was that it was, you know, be okay for that. But so I, I was trying to like sneak in the coat room to see if I could have my drink and if anybody would be watching. And then all of a sudden the kid comes in and it's like, oh no, you know, like, so, but you know, there's no such thing. And I guarantee you, I think nobody saw, I guarantee you somebody said, this guy thinks he's so religious. I see him drinking water in the middle of uh, uh, who knows what else was in that, uh, you know. That, uh, but anyway, that's Marasayan. It's, it's really, um, it could be that there is no such thing as being absolutely sure that nobody's watching. Or maybe there is. Uh, that's the way I learned the debate. But if you look at that, he says that when they forbid Marasayan, even in private, it's forbidden. Tanahi, and maybe that's a much earlier argument, the Tanya. Uh, we learned this in Shabbos. Uh, sometimes the people aren't supposed to wash or dry clothes on Shabbos. That's forbidden. But what happens if you uh, got stuck in the rain, or in the old days, if they traveled, sometimes they had to travel through a stream, so their clothes would get wet. So there, you didn't wash your clothes, but they got wet anyways. So shotkin bechama, you can dry your clothes, uh, you can hang them up to dry, but not where people will see you and think that you did laundry on Shabbos. Relazer Shimon Ostrin, he forbids it even privately. So you see, you have a debate about, uh, is there such a thing, is there a difference if nobody's really watching? Some people say, The debate is when it's in your home house, private, private. He says, you can't do it. You don't got to be so strict, you could do it. But if it's in a public place, everybody agrees you shouldn't do it. So there's one problem here. <laughs> it comes out, Rav holds like Beishama. You know, he's like the one you never want to come out like. So uh, is, um, is, is that so, that Rav would come out like Beishama to be strict about it? Uh, we said that the Machlokas, our, our argument about moving the ladder is really the same argument about drying the clothes. Is, and uh, the problem, though, is, in our argument, we know clearly that Allah is not like Beishama. He's the one not to hold like. And that other argument, is, it, you, you, don't, you don't want to be on the side that you're like Beis Shammai, because then we usually hold like Beis Hillel. So is Rav like Beis Shammai? The Morris says, no, Tanohi. Actually, it's an earlier argument. The Tanya shows Muhammad Loka Neged Am. One view is you could hang up your stuff in the sun, but make sure that it doesn't, not in front of people, so that otherwise they'll think you're washing clothing. For Lazar Shim and Osir, they say, no, even privately you can't. Okay, as we turn the page. Masnisa Gloyatana. The more wants to say, um, uh, our Mishnah that argues about the latter doesn't follow the following opinion. The Tanya, He says, no, they allow you to move the ladder from one birdhouse to another. Their debate is lahakster, to put it back. Shabbat Shami says you don't put it back. Shabbat Hilla says you could. So this is a different twist on the Machlokas. This one is, if you need to get a bird, you could. Because um, what's the difference? So Rashi explains, top Rashi, uh, There's always a balance, and, and you've got to get this. You want to be strict about not doing things that make people think that you are doing work on Yantuf, 
and by the way, they might not think you're doing wrong. They might think, oh, if Rabbi so-and-so does it, I could do it. <laughs> right? uh, it's totally okay. So, uh, but there's always a balance in taking a chumrah. And over here, if you're going to be machmir, not to move the ladder, so guess what? You won't have uh, duck. You won't have chicken for, uh, for yantif. You won't have food. So, there, so the, the debate, according to this view, is not to, to move the ladder to get a bird. If you need to get a bird because you need to have food for Sarek Yantav, then you could. The debate is to put it back. Uh, so putting it back, you don't need to do that on Yantav. That's not a Sarek Yantav. If there's no need to it, so we avoid things that look like weekday operations, that look like fixing roofs and schlepping ladders, and it's just not something you do. And, um, some people have a very fine sense of uh, just, you know, it's just not a Yantav kind of thing. You know, it's like, well, am I allowed? Or, you know, but according to this, uh, the debate is, uh, is it, can you put it back? Shabbat Shammai says you can't. Shabbat says if you want to, you could. That's a bird ladder. But if it's one of those really big, uh, the, the roofing ladders, that you should void. Um, uh, so we're saying now that there's two types of ladders. There is a specific ladder that's typically not made for roofs. It's made for, bird, it's made for the bird houses themselves. He says you can move it from one window to another in the same birdhouse. This word lean, almost like the foot of the ladder stays, you just, you just lean it a little in one direction or another. He says, no, you can actually move it. Uh, medida means like uh, move it uh, like, uh, uh, slowly. Um, you just like you're, 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 you're moving... It's not like you're putting it on a, uh, on a wagon and schlepping it. It's just like you're move, taking small steps with it. Now we get a story. Very interesting. This story is found in a few places. The Rechia was a great person, and his sons were also rabbis, and they traveled. And um, the father would always ask the sons, uh, what, um, what rulings did you come up with? And uh, so since when you travel... Often when you travel, uh, uh, the people where you go to don't often see a rabbi, and they see a rabbi, they ask him questions. So his sons traveled, and they paskin halachas when they traveled. So when the dad would review the halachas with the sons, he would say, whoops, you goofed, you better go back to China now and tell them that you uh, got the wrong halacha. So uh, I have to remember, I've just seen this more, more than once. So B'nai Ruchi and Nafa, they went out to, the, to travel out to the villages. Ki also, Omer Avuan, he said, did you get any interesting questions? Um, so Omerlo, uh, he said, yeah, I went over there. They said, they asked us about moving the bird ladder. And we said, we said, no problem, you can move your bird ladders. Omerlaham, the father said, get on the next plane. You better go back and forbid what you permitted. You, you goofed on that ruling. So the question is, what were they thinking and what was their dad thinking? Since he said that if you got a roofing ladder, they don't argue. And the other opinion says that they do argue and that there's room for leniency. But below he reviewed the, uh, but it, it's, there isn't room for leniency. Rehuda was saying the reason of the Tanakama. You said you can move it from one birdhouse to another. If they're really arguing about a roofing ladder, why does it say from one birdhouse to another? It should say, you're moving it 
you're not moving it from the birdhouse, you're moving it from the storage place where you keep your roofing ladder. So it should have said it that way. Elalav, hakakamer. This is what it means to say. Shoshovik in, shoalialo. It's only bird ladders you can move, not roof ladders. The idach. And what did Rav Kiyah hold? Mik tani sum shoshovik. It didn't say a bird ladder. Misha, it just said from one birdhouse to another. Afilukamisha, even to many of them. So this was one version of the debate. Um, was there a difference between the bird ladder and the regular ladder? He said the question was moving the roof ladder came to us, and we said, okay. He said, go back and forbid what you permitted. That Rebdosa permitted it. Rebdosa was the one who forbid it. So there was a question again in the halacha about these ladders, and uh, Rebchia and his sons uh, had different opinions about it. Okay. Um, the, um, let's see. So then we said, but you could, according to everybody, move it from one window to another uh, of the birdhouse. These are big birdhouses if they got more than one window, although maybe that's the way they make them. Uh, yeah. um, big, coops. big coops, yeah. yeah. So, Alma, yeah. So it comes out over here where uh, you want to get a bird for some more food. Beishame says, well, no, sorry, I know we, uh, we have to be strict here. It looks like you're moving roofing ladders. And Beishame is machmer, and Beishame says, yeah, but for the sake of Yantuf, we allow it. So we see that it boils down to, can we be lenient for Simchas Yantuf? For Raminhu, well, let's ask about the following. If you want a Shech Tachaya or Ofan Yantuf, says, They said you can go ahead and shecht on Yantuf, and you're even allowed to cover the blood on Yantuf. So why? Because since it's such a mitzvah to have fresh food on Yantuf and have the best food, we allow you, we're chilled, we allow you to do everything. So Beishamay there it takes the lenient view. For the sake of Yantuf, we'll bend the rules a little bit. Basilo says, no, you can't shaft unless you got it all prepared. So what do you see? You see like the opposite. It, it, again, uh, there, one view is be lenient for the sake of food for Yantuf, which is Beishamai. And over here, we're saying about the bird ladder, the Beishamai was strict. So Rav Yochan says, this is easy to solve. You know what? We must have got mixed up. Uh, the, the opinions got misquoted. Must be that where you said Beishamai said uh, uh, you could, you know what? We we must have gotten some, something's confused. Mukhlaf Zashita means that one of these versions is wrong. Mukhlaf, uh, right? Rashi Mukhlaf Zashita Kan Hukvishitasan. You know what? You 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 mixed up your rabbis. You need to change who said what. Now that's by the way a last result. Uh, to say that they, uh, but it, it's clearly the, uh, it can't be that the same Beishamay said, don't touch the bird, said you could go ahead and shek the bird on Yantuf and not worry about covering the blood. It, it, it must be you mixed it up. So Morris said, Mamai, why are we forced to say that? Over there, Beishamay was chilled and let you for shek the bird on Yantuf. No, it's because the shovel was in the ground. So you really didn't involve. Uh, uh, any prohibition because everything was taken care of. But if you didn't have the shovel in the ground, they wouldn't have been so lenient. So that's really, it's consistent. Beishamay is consistent. He's lenient on Yantuf. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, he's strict on Yantuf. 
I, why was he lenient over there? The answer was because the shovel was in the ground. There's nothing to worry about. Or Inami, or you could say it a little different. I can look on base hill, hacha. Over here, Beis Hillel was chilled because he feels that everybody can see your birdhouse. Nobody's going to run to conclusions that you're doing roofing. Uh, the people on Yantav, if you need to get food, you climb the ladder and you go to your birdhouse. So he feels that since you got the birdhouse, there's nothing to worry about. I've a hustle low, but over there, you, you know, people are going to see you with a shovel of dirt. Who knows what they're going to think? But we have a tradition that there was some sort of contradiction in these rules. And so, uh, so that contradiction about the covering the blood, that's not, that doesn't fit because that's a little bit different. But if there is a difficulty, I'll tell you what it was. Eli Kasha, hi Kasha. If you want to find it, I'll tell you what it is. It says over there, uh, this version is that it, with the birdhouse, uh, you should shake your ladder before Yantuf to show that uh, this ladder is not a muksa ladder. Ubeisilo says, Omid ve'omer zeaninoto. A person should say, this is the one I'm going to take. Actually, what's that case over there? Um, that's the uh, lo yito. Oh, th- these are, the question here is the birds. It's not about the ladder. This is a, a question of the, uh, the birds. The problem with birds are sometimes they fly in and out on Yantuf, especially those birds. So how can you go and take a bird? Maybe it came from outside the tchum. It came from outside the boundary. So over there, so Beishamai said, give it a shake before you have to prove that this bird is the one you're going to take. And Beis Hillel said, no, you don't need to do that. You could just visually uh, look at it and say, that looks like a good bird for my Yantuf meal. Well, he's shaking the bird or the cage or the ladder? Um, I thought it was the bird. Thought it was the bird. I don't know how much you shake the bird, but I, I think it's the bird. You like show, or maybe it's the nest. Does the art school say what you shake, Pete? Talking about the bird. Okay. I would think the bird would fly away if you're not careful, but uh, it's like you touch. You say this one looks good. But also, is, this doesn't help for the for the um, Mars Ions, right? Because no, well, Yantif, you're allowed to handle a bird. Okay. Yeah. So th- this this isn't dealing with the ladder necessarily. This might even be a you know a lower bird thing or whatever. This, as far as the birds itself, there's an argument about what's needed. So Beis Shammai said you got to actually touch the bird to show it's not muksu. Beis Hillel says you can just look at it and say, "Omri, these are the ones I'm going to take." So over there, you see by Simkus Yantif, Beis Shammai is strict. And Beis Hillel is lenient. What about you uh, over here by the uh, shechting of the bird? Beis Shami says you can shecht on Yantav and cover the blood. And Beis Hillel says don't shecht. So it's the exact opposite. That's where Rav Yochanan said, Mechlef Zashita. And uh, we will leave. We'll have to stop right here. But uh, we're going to see that the Gemara is not yet uh, still in the midst of the discussion.